Now the news. I'm Tian Yu. Israeli forces are pressing ahead in the south of Gaza after destroying most of the north. The renewed air and ground fighting has killed hundreds of Palestinians since Friday. World Health Organization officials in Gaza say the situation there is deteriorating by the hour. Isabel Debris has more. The Israeli military says that its troops are fighting Hamas militants in the heart of Han Yunis. That's the biggest city in southern Gaza. We've talked to Palestinians who are in Nasser Hospital in Han Yunis, and they tell us that they are terrified as the sounds of tanks and artillery and gunfire get closer and closer. They estimated that tanks were still around 10 to 15 minutes away from the hospital at the center of the city. Now these are basically identical scenes to the ones that we saw play out in northern. Gaza, when just a few weeks ago Israel was starting its ground offensive, and the same civilians that are now fleeing Khan Yunis were the ones that fled the offensive in northern Gaza, and they are now being forced into a patchwork of smaller and smaller areas. And the United Nations and other aid workers say that in this area further south, there is increasingly little place to go. The conditions are incredibly dire. Over 60 countries have pledged to curb cooling emissions at the UN Climate Change Conference in Dubai. Tuesday's talks also focused on the second draft agreement of the conference and fossil fuels. Radhika Bajaj has more. Tuesday at COP28 in Dubai revolved around the themes of energy and industry, just transition, and indigenous people. We saw about 60 countries coming together and signing、uh, the global cooling pledge, in which they say they will reduce their cooling emissions, especially when compared to the levels emitted in 2022. Under the pledge, the countries say they will reduce their cooling-related emissions by at least 68 percent by 2050, compared to 2000. 2022 levels. Environmentalists say it's a tough task, given that climate change means hotter temperatures and hence an increased need for cooling systems. With installed cooling capacity set to triple by 2050, cooling emissions are expected to surge between 4.4 billion and 6.1 billion metric tons of carbon dioxide, equivalent by 2050. Thousands of doctors, nurses, and other healthcare workers staged a 24-hour nationwide strike in Italy on Tuesday, demanding better working conditions and improvements to the public health system. They also protested against proposed pension cuts in the 2024 budget bill, which was approved by the government in October and is now awaiting approval by Parliament. Around 85% of staff of the National Health Service and private medical facilities stayed away from work on Tuesday. As a result, around 1.5 million health checks and surgeries planned for the day had to be postponed. A potent winter storm has caused major travel disruptions and at least one major German city to stop in its tracks. All flights have been grounded at Munich's airport. Other airports in the region have also announced delays and cancellations. Trains to and from Munich's central station have been halted. A bus in Honduras skidded off a highway and fell into a ravine on Tuesday, killing at least 12 people and injuring around two dozen others. The bus, carrying nearly 60 people, crashed into a bridge before tipping into a stream at the bottom of the ravine, about 41 kilometers from Tegucigalpa. The government had declared three days of national mourning. 
The world's first fourth-generation nuclear power plant has started commercial operation in eastern China. The Shidaowen plant in Rongchen, Shandong Province, is a high-temperature gas-cooled reactor nuclear power plant. Its operation shows China is now a global leader in fourth-generation nuclear power technology, which aims to enhance safety, sustainability, efficiency, and cost-effectiveness. China became the first country to operate a demonstration generation four reactor in 2021. Chinese authorities have issued a warning about potential risks of low temperatures, rain, and snow disasters in the eastern and central regions of the country in December. Three cold waves are expected to hit China this month. Government agencies also forecast high risks of forest fires in the southern and southwestern parts of China, noting that the country may experience more destructive waves than usual this month. And that's the news. I'm Tian Yu.